0: Welcome, welcome. This is the out of sequence episode 200 blasphemy special. Yes, I've been thinking for probably a week and a half, two weeks. What could I possibly do that would be interesting, somewhat unique and both relevant but timeless to kind of celebrate hitting 200 legitimate episodes. I've got like 230 um, episodes, allegedly, but really only uh, 205 at this point are numbered and in sequence, if you will, uh, because we skipped number 200. And this is it. So I'm going to go over three, I guess, 3.5 examples of things that we have been told to celebrate that are clearly blasphemous. And quite frankly, the people that are supposed to be defending this, the quote unquote conservatives have not only done a bad job, they're actually in some cases encouraging this behavior. And we as Christians know better ought to do better, but at this point have not. What do I mean by that? Well, as I recounted in my convention update, the people think that you can put a word in a platform and fix everything. But the reality is, you put your kids into the school district, uh, unsupervised, for 12 years, and they come back a little Romans, and you act surprised. You plot them down in front of a television or a screen for... Every waking hour that they're not at the propaganda mill known as a government school, a.k.a. public school, and you act surprised when they become little perverts. And that doesn't mean that all students everywhere have a bad outcome. No, no, that's not exactly what I mean. Be careful now. We're painting with a broad brush, but we fully recognize, and by we, I mean, we as society fully recognize that not everybody is the same and not outcome is going to be, every outcome is going to be the same, regardless of whatever quote unquote equity we provide. The reality is that people are different. They're always going to be different. and no matter what kind of techno tyranny we come up with, It's always going to be that people are different. So here we go. On with the show. Some of you may have heard there's a guy named Ruben. He and his significant other have decided that because they can't have children naturally, because, you know, it's two dudes, they're going to create their own offspring. Now, I imagine they have 50% of that puzzle. Each of them does. So they thought to themselves, well, this means we can just pick out a replacement woman. Oh, that's all well and good. But apparently they each want to be a father of their own child. So they're going to, quote unquote, have twins. So here's the problem. Here's the blasphemy in this right? Because we all understand that there are parents out there that can't have children naturally. And that would be a male and a female. There's either something wrong with the male or something wrong with the female. And there's extraordinary measures that can be taken now to help them have children. And most of us, while uncomfortable with the implications of that, accept that, okay, that's a a net good. I've had it explained to me that they will often artificially inseminate a woman with, you know, six Embryos or more, and then when they take right, they become viable or not viable, but they implant, if you will. They're often instructed they have to kill the unwanted ones. So we're encouraging abortion. We're encouraging the death of unwanted children. So to me, that's that's a big problem. And if you're pro life, you got to have some real questions you got you to gotta really work that out in your heart, which is best here. What's the best answer? And you might disagree with me. And for the purposes of this discussion, we're going to set that aside. So what we have here is we've got at least one guy that's nominally Jewish, who through genetic manipulation, right? Because you get to choose... The donor egg mother, right? Some would call that eugenics. And as, I don't know, at least a nominal Jew, you would think that might bother you. You know, Margaret Sanger, Adolf Hitler, that whole bit. But apparently that's okay when you're gay. Apparently that you can ignore all the nasty implications of that. Now, in theory... If you're going to marry a woman as a straight male, you're going to pick out a woman that's pleasing to you. So I get that. I do. But this is a business transaction whereupon you're renting a woman's womb or her buying her egg to birth you a child. Now, you're not really making me feel real good about this because you're buying somebody's eggs... But it's illegal to sell kidneys. Rightly so, one would say. But it's illegal to sell body parts unless it's your egg. And then you're going to rent somebody's womb to raise your baby from an implanted egg to a viable child. And then you'll end up with the finished product. And that finished product will probably never know their birth mother, never even know that they had a birth mother, much less the surrogate, but instead will have two dudes to raise them. And apparently in this scenario, they're going to have two boys. So I I'm, I, mean, I would not wish anything bad on either of these boys. And actually, truth be told, I'm certain that both Ruben and his friend are reasonable nice guys and we could probably sit down and have an adult beverage and have a nice conversation now up to this point you're tracking with me and y'all remember the hmm, let's call it disgust we had for the guy that's the transportation secretary that did something similar but that guy's a lefty he's a liberal so of course that's negative you can't allow that now this guy apparently Ruben has decided well, no, actually, I, I'm I'm a conservative now. I I'm actually more of a libertarian conservative, but I, I'm a conservative now because now I figured out that you know when you pay people to not work that has bad effects, and that ideally there should be some order in certain things. And so the conservative commentary groups have all rallied in support of this. Action, which has no basis in nature or reality, should ever happen. But we're supposed to be okay with it because, well, he's on our team. It's all okay. Where are the Christians on this? Where are the pastors on this? At the very least, this should be raising some eyebrows on... uh, This is not something we should encourage. Now, for whatever reason, it's legal, and uh, we got to accept that that's what they're going to do. But we don't have to celebrate it, unless, of course, you're Blaze TV. Hmm? Or the Blaze Network, whatever they're calling themselves now. Apparently, because you know that's your business partner, it's all a okay. Or you, right? Oh, Mister Conservative, he's okay with this too. Apparently, congratulations, Mister Rubin. I'm really curious. How is this a good thing? Now, I'm familiar with the old Bill O'Reilly argument from, you know, a decade or so more ago whereupon he said in an interview or actually I believe he was in a discussion that he thought it would probably be better for a homosexual couple to adopt an orphan than for that orphan to be left in an orphanage or without parents. And for me, that was kind of like, wow, you know, Bill, I get it. Respectfully, I disagree with you. I don't think that's a better situation, but it's not worse. So he's got a point and it pains me to have to agree with that, but he's got a point. So if we were to then go back and revisit the previous thing of Mr. Uh, Rubin and say, well, you know, my, uh, Significant another and I, we're well off. We have comfortable lives. We'd like to raise some children. And we have found these children that are in a terrible situation that were abandoned by parents or they died or crack babies. Whatever your excuse is, they have no parents. Dang it. I'd be hard pressed to say they're going to be worse off being raised by those two guys. Now, I know, I know. I'm not defending it. I'm not saying it's ideal or a good situation, but I can at least give a sliver of understanding how somebody might think that's a net positive. I'm not sure having two uh, deviant guys raise young boys is a good thing. I'm not really sure about that, but at least theoretically, they're going to love their child. And Theoretically, they're going to provide for their child. And if that child didn't have anybody to love them or to provide for them, at least materially, you could say they're in a better situation. So I, I can understand the argument, but I certainly cannot celebrate it or say this is a good thing. I would, I would say that the whole idea that we're now somehow as conservatives okay with this and that the Christian community is silent we're accepting this blasphemy whereupon two people that have no business procreating suddenly are going to be able through money to create offspring. How is this a good thing? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Next thing. So we get this guy, uh, Bruce that now calls himself Caitlin. Um, You would know him. He used to be in a Wheaties box when he was still acknowledging that he was a male. But now, apparently, um, modern technology, bad therapy, whatever, he's decided he's going to identify as a female. And we're all pretending and going along with this fantasy of a guy that has mental health issues, clearly mental health issues. I don't know if he's chopped himself off yet or not, but... I'm sorry, you had an XY chromosome, you're a male, you're a man, you may not act like a man, you may pretend to be a female, but at the end of the day, you were genetically created as a man, as a male, as a boy that became a man, as you can dress up all you want, you can pretend all you want, you can get surgeries all you want. You're still a man. I don't care what you feel or what you think. That doesn't change the objective reality. So another guy decided to follow suit. Literally, as a swimmer. He was ranked. And out of probably thousands, if he broke the top 500, one would say he was a good swimmer. But apparently that wasn't good enough, so he decided to pretend to be a female. So, I would speculate that he's mentally ill because, you know, up to five years ago, we would have considered that mentally ill behavior, mental health behavioral problem here that a man thinks he's a woman. And it goes both ways here, mind you. But, you're born a man, you got the male plumbing, you got an XY chromosome, I don't care what you do to yourself, you're still a man. the feminists somehow went quiet on this because this man put on a female swimsuit or some deviation thereof, took some hormones and is now pretending to be a female and just crushed the best collegiate swimmers in the last uh, meet. Crushed them. It wasn't even close. Now, of course, this guy's like taller than me, bigger than me, and most of these women are in their mid five foot range. So it's not even a close even battle here. But somehow we're supposed to celebrate this. We're supposed to pretend this is a good thing. But most of us are pushing back. No, no, this is bad. This is not good. Say female sports, you know, well, okay, fine. But now, now because Caitlin has said, well, you know, as a former identified male myself, I don't think that other Formerly identified males. Have any business competing against actual females. This is a bad thing. So now we're going to celebrate this guy. We're going to pretend that now this guy is somehow a conservative. When he dresses and acts like a woman. Even though he's clearly not. The guy's mentally ill. But we're going to put him forth as a commentator. And celebrate him. Because he got this thing right. You know I was by the same notion that because. Caitlin liked Trump, that somehow they must be an okay person. No! A broken clock can be right twice a day. Depending on how it's broken, it may be right more often than that, but just go with me here. There is no way on God's green earth that this guy that pretends to be a woman suddenly gets a free pass because he said another guy that pretends to be a woman and competes against women has no business doing that. This is blasphemy! Some dude pretending to be a girl and now is celebrated or given a free pass by conservatives. That's blasphemy. That's stupid. Why are you pretending to do this? Now, look, I get it. We don't want to be painted as evil, hateful people. We don't want to be reminded that you know we're all racist, sexist, homophobics. No, nobody's afraid of any of this stuff. We just want this guy to get help. Something's not right there. I have liberal friends that understand that there's a problem here. I have a guy that I consider a pretty darn good friend that's a libertarian, and he's hardcore to the nines, and he says, oh, this whole trans thing, this is a problem because these people have mental health issues. We need to get them their help. Let's not pretend what their fantasy's real. And he's exactly right. And why it is my Christian brethren, why it is my conservative friends... Just go, oh, icky, and don't give it any more thought. They just check it off as oh well, we don't want to offend anybody. No, this is this is wrong. this is this is an opportunity to stand up for your daughters or your granddaughters. You don't want dudes pretending to be women to basically beat up your daughter or granddaughter. This is not the world I signed up for. This is the return of the clown world. This is blasphemy to pretend something that is not is. Yet we do it all the time. Whether it's the people that are celebrating Ruben creating an offspring. Or Caitlin somehow is now an okay person because they think that somebody else doing what they did is wrong. How is that a good thing? Why should we be celebrating this? Why should we think this is a positive thing? It's crazy. This is a mental health issue. Get it checked out. As for the Thomas dude, I'm sorry. If you go home at night and are proud of yourself, man, you got more than one mental health issue there. I feel bad for your family. I really do. I mean, I suspect that they've been put in a position where they have no choice than to approve or go along with the program here because otherwise they're haters. But would any father really be proud of his son that pretends to be a woman so that he can win a prize? Would any mother be proud of her son pretending to be a woman to win a prize? I I don't know. Not unless they have a mental problem too. But I think the Bible might have said something about this, right? We've been given over to ourselves. We've been allowed to devolve our own thoughts into everything that is not right. We call right is wrong and wrong is right. It's the upside down world. The clown world that we've referred to. And that is where we're at. And what we're at blasphemous topics while we're talking about things that, quite frankly, just don't make sense to me. And I and I know this has probably been done to death at this point, but I don't think anybody's going to tie this together with the other two issues like I am right now. And, and the same thing could be said of the uh, Thomas and uh, Jenner. I would probably after I get done being creeped out, be able to sit down and have a nice chat with either of those two people. I, I don't hate them. I don't dislike them. I don't, I don't, I've never met them. I don't really have any desire to go out of my way to meet them. But if the opportunity should ever present itself, boy, I'd want to be a good, loving Christian. But as a good, loving Christian, I'm going to have to tell them, you've got to get right with God. you got to fix this situation, man. You're wrong. This is not acceptable. Now you can hate on me all you want, That's just the way I think about this. And because this is according to Callis, I have that right. So the slap heard round the Oscars. And I know it's probably been done to death, but I'm going to tie this directly to the other two issues. So as a man, you're supposed to leave your family and cleave to your wife and create a new family. It's supposed to be you and her against the world. Now, some of us don't do a great job at this. Some of us do good at parts, but not other parts. I mean, I don't claim to be perfect. My wife, if she was present in the room right now, would be quick to point out that I am far from perfect. But I love my wife. My wife is the animating feature in what I do on a day-by-day basis. She's the, She and my daughters are the reason why I get up and go to work in the morning. They are what makes me tick. They are whom I serve first on earth. I serve the Lord Almighty, but he ain't on earth directly. So, But as far as earthly beings go, it's my wife first. And sometimes that means I have to give up things or put stuff aside or, quite frankly, take a back seat. But I put her first. I put my kids you know, right up there with her when it comes to what I want. That's my job. Because I'm cleaving to her. I'm making her the priority in my life. And then you got this guy, Will. And let me preface this by saying, of all the people that I ever wish I could sit and have a dinner with and just shoot the breeze, Will Smith would probably make the top 25. Of all the people in the entire world. I just think the guy would be... To borrow a line from his... One of his older songs. A hell of a guy. Yeah, I think he would be a great guy to have a conversation with. I think he'd be loads of fun. He's comedic. He's, you know, he'd, he's uber successful in what he's done. And I'm sure that I can say I've got hours of entertainment from his his old TV show and tons of movies that I've watched him in. I would say... That of the uh, people I've discussed, he's the one guy that I'm actually familiar with, as far as a persona. But that being said, the guy went on national television a few years ago, and I don't know when it was because and basically watched his wife admit that they have an open marriage and she was having sex with another dude, and he was okay with it, or at least he did a good job of hiding his embarrassment. Now, I'm sorry. I would not be all right with it if my wife were to ask for something like that. And I probably would be more than a little unhappy if either of my daughters were to end in any, or enter into any kind of relationship like that. Though I have less control over that than I would with my wife, which is to say some. But to be okay with that and to know that that's going on and then go to a party, where you're going to win an award and then go up and uh, cover your ears if you want to not be offended. Bitch slap Chris Rock. Well, we could. It wasn't even a Gibbs slap. It was what it was. Because he made fun of what you thought was your wife's haircut. Probably had more to do with the dress, allegedly, to one of the writers. Don't know, don't care. But somehow that's okay. He's defending his wife's honor. So I ask her, What honor could she possibly have left if she's sleeping around with other dudes? for that matter, how do you show that you love your wife if you're sleeping around with other women? Yet we're supposed to celebrate that, you know, this big dude went up and hit a little dude because he made fun of his wife. Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody was legitimately making fun of my wife, I would not be a happy camper either. But I'm pretty sure I wouldn't go on national television and whack them. I would not be okay with that. But the flip side of that is. Of all the things. That Chris Rock could have possibly have said. Saying he was looking forward to a sequel. Because her head's bald. Is about as tame and lame a joke as you can get. To lose your stuff over. But. We're somehow. Happy and surprised that. You know, Will stood up for his woman. We're somehow supposed to overlook the fact that he assaulted somebody. We're supposed to think this is a good thing. Now, I haven't heard any, you know, because it's still fresh. I haven't heard any of the uh, Big Eva folks come out and defend this behavior. Now, I I can give a rational explanation why, you know, you don't want to get too upset about it. But... It's still not acceptable. It's still not a good thing. And quite frankly, the fact that he's okay with what his wife does when she's supposed to be there for only him. Begs the question. Really? Really? Nobody's buying it. I don't. I don't, I don't care if it was real or not real. You shouldn't lose your stuff over that. Of all the petty little things. If that's the case, maybe, just maybe, Will's a little bit more upset about something else. Mr. Smith is probably just not happy with all the other things that have been going on vis-a-vis his wife. And this is just an excuse for him to act out. That would be my guess. I don't know. I'm not a head shrinker. I could probably play one on TV. But... I'm not going to celebrate that. I could cut him some slack if, you know, he would have, you know, really been uh, over the line with going after the guy's wife, but come on. But conservatives that I know and I read have been protecting and celebrating this behavior. This is somehow a good thing. Well, now let's just consider for just a moment the protests that I went to on Saturday, there were two different sides of the aisle that were representing there. And if somebody were to say, oh, so you're okay with your children reading obscene material, and that person would say, how dare you bring my children into this and go over and whack them? That's somehow okay now? I mean, following the example of some of the local politics here, apparently if you say anything about somebody else's wife, they get to... Schmear you all over the public, and that's okay. But isn't that just one step removed from slugging the guy in the face? Don't you do potentially more damage? I don't know. It's a good question. But I gotta think that violating your marriage to coming up with new vows whereupon you're not following the biblical mandate is kind of blasphemous. Now, granted, we don't expect pagans to live in the way that we as Christians are supposed to live. We don't hold them to the same level of scrutiny that we're supposed to hold ourselves. So in that instance, there's really not much to say here. But are we going to even pretend we're still okay with this? Are we going to pretend that this is okay because, well, he was defending his wife's honor when his wife and his relationship probably has no honor in my opinion what's honorable certainly not your marriage bed because you're both sleeping around and apparently that's just a-okay but clearly by that outburst it's not a-okay so i think i'm going to call it (laughs) the blasphemy special there you go uh three guys doing things they ought not be doing To some degree or another being celebrated for doing it But it's just not okay And if you think the word blasphemy is a stretch That's okay You're allowed to disagree Because this is according to Callis But if you thought this was I don't know Entertaining, educational Maybe even a little exasperating You can like the show You can share the show You can comment on the show It's all good We want to have these conversations because this is all going to tie back eventually to something local because my goal is to talk about these issues and couch them in such a way that they have a local application because here in McKinney slash Collin County, Texas, right? We are on the front lines of what's going on. And if we don't know what we believe and why we believe it, we cannot put up an active defense. We have no offense And we need to build one. But we can't even actively defend ourselves if we don't know what we believe and why we believe it. And that, my friends, is according to Kallus. And I will see you on the other side.